Oh, who the fuck are you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. When did mediocrity and banality become a good image for your children? Fuck you if you can't understand it. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. You didn't, you didn't get shit. So what were we talking about? Oppenheimer trailer? Mm. What'd you, what'd Barbie. You, Barbie. Alright, let's, let's get that one out of the way, because Dave's yeah, so fucking thrilled with, with the new Barbie trailer. <laughs> let's, what, Dave, what are your thoughts? No way. There ain't, there ain't a chance in hell. Uh, I'm not watching this. It, it's, I'll, nah, I don't know. It, the, it, the, the moment it, I sensed that it was looking like it was going to be a fucking musical, I was just like, I, 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 I. What, watch what happens though. Like it'll come out, and Dave will message me and be like, "Hey, dude, do, do you actually yeah. want to go with Barbie?" <laughs> nah, nah, no, no, he'll he'll go by himself, so no yeah. one knows. Like, <laughs> no, no, it looks it looks no. I'll tell you this much: I'm going to be there opening day, spray tan, frosted tips, white pants, the whole nine yards, mate. I'm 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 in there day one. <laughs> Look, Dude, I, you can I, have it. That's I, all yours. I. I reserve judgment until we get an actual fucking trailer. Like this teaser trailer, it was so. It just feel it felt like a sketch. <laughs> like it, it felt well, like a teaser, maybe. Yeah, well, I was just uh, like, this just seemed there, like a fucking funny idea in the. In is the there anyone room. else other than Margot Robbie that can play these sorts of roles these yeah. days? Like, because I I get it. She's a very very attractive woman, but Jesus Christ, give someone else a go. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's still better than what we were going to get. Yeah, but like, the who, original who Barbie movie was going to be Amy Schumer. Oh and, Jesus! Uh, I was just about, oh, I was just about to make a <laughs> yeah. joke and be like, "Yeah, it'd be funny seeing like Melissa McCarthy as that's Barbie." But I was like, "Yeah, Amy Schumer, like, nah, yeah." The original on. idea was like she was a defective Barbie, or like a a Barbie that was mm. manufactured different, or okay. something something like that. Which is kind of an interesting idea, but it is interesting. Amy Schumer's for the tip. Yeah, can I say so? It's just Amy Schumer's life story. Well, <laughs> not yeah. born as a defect. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> but no, that trailer had me interested because it made me think. Like, okay, this movie knows exactly what it is, and it's gonna have fun with it. Yeah, yep. that's I what like, I was gonna say. I'm like, this potential would be really fun. Yeah. But you know what the kicker is, is that we don't know what the fuck it's going to be. They know what it's going to be. We've got no clue. Mm. And that's what I'm here for. Because the thing about it is it's Greta Gerwig directing it and it's um, Noah Baumbach wrote it. So I'm like, man, Wedding Story was one of my favorite movies of the 2020s. And the Myra Witch stories was incredible as well. So if he's the dude writing it, I'm there. Opening day. For sure. You know what's funny? I haven't watched one Greta Gerwig film that she's directed. You never watched Lady Bird? Nah. Lady Bird's okay. Yeah, but look... Exactly, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, but mm. like, look, look. I'll read you the synopsis for fucking Lady Bird, and you just tell me if it sounds interesting. In 2002, an artistically inclined 17-year-old girl comes of age in Sacramento, California. I'm just sort of like, yeah, that sounds riveting. 
like, <laughs> yeah, like it's... so it's it's one of those like even watch when I I remember watching the trailers and I was because I it, it got nominated for an Oscar, didn't it? Yeah, I think it got. Um, I think she got best original screenplay for it, but I'm yeah. not sure if it got nommed for best picture. Yeah, I'm just sort of like, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't. There seems to be this rush of films where they're like they're extremely personal to the director and they're made on these sort of they're made as Hollywood films and I'm like I don't understand these I understand them as art house films like breaking the mold or whatever but yeah I don't know like it just seems no, like... see I think there's a level of authenticity that comes with like I mean Think back to Only Famous. Only Famous was incredibly personal to um, what's the director's name? Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Almost it, famous. Yeah. That's the one. Almost but... famous. What did I say? Only Famous. Oh well. <laughs> Mate, you think about Only Fans or something? Yeah. Oh, I know on? Fuck. Dude, there's a. I thought he was talking about a different movie. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Freudian slip. Freudian slip. Yeah. Sorry, let me let me just log out of OnlyFans. Boys yeah, what tabs time. do you have open right now? <laughs> the fucking, but like, nearly oh, fucking. What I was just about to say, only famous, um, almost, almost famous. famous. It's we may as well just keep calling it only famous. Yeah, right. it's, <laughs> it's going to the theme with like our last few podcasts because it's like we've made better films than the films that we we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in our mind. Yeah, we've, we've, this we've is what I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'd I'd argue that look, almost famous is personal to Cameron Crowe. As look, as every film should be personal to the director and the the writer, like the creators. But almost famous, like I, you could watch that without knowing a fucking thing about Cameron Crowe, which I did at the time, and still. Yeah connected with it because it's sort of uni- you're a like a little bit universal themes in it whereas like I don't know what sort of universal themes it's going ladybird's going to have I'm not ju- I'm not judging it. it I haven't seen it but I'm like mm. I'm just saying in the terms of just watching the trailer reading a synopsis I'm like yeah I you're d- prejudging it like yeah. me and Bobby yeah, exactly. No, I'm just sort of like, there's nothing appealing for it. But I'm like, if you were to read the yeah. synopsis of Almost Famous and show me a trailer, be like, yeah, I'll fucking watch that. That looks interesting. Yeah, Lady Bird isn't going to appeal to a 30-something-year-old male. No. No, but in, can... but in saying that, I don't need to be a fucking 17-year-old girl from Sacramento, California to yeah. to connect to it. And that's that's my point exactly. Like, I'm not... I don't... I, I When I watch Almost Famous, I fucking identify with... um. Like, I, I really like Kate Hudson's character. Just because yeah. I'm like... Penny, Penny Lane? Yeah. I'm like, she's yeah. she's she's just lost and she's trying to live in, live in the moment. She's not thinking Me about too, the future. Pal. Me too, but so, for different reasons. <laughs> He's like, what would it be like if I had tits? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> well, I just, well. Man, what, what, if, what would it be like if I was around those... Yeah. I mean, I know well, that she's got much, but she's well, extremely uh, yeah. pretty. <laughs> well, I guess you know. Well, what if what if Kate Hudson had tits? I guess is what Dave Dave is thinking. <laughs> eh, nah, she's she's alright. She's fine the way she is. Why would I just throw Kate Hudson under the bus? I really like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just like the fact that she hasn't conformed 
and decided like, hey, it's not good enough. Let me pump them up. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's just that's just my fucking argument with um, Lady Bird. That's way off a track off a of Barbie though, and 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 fucking why Dave isn't gonna watch it. It just looks not it too far looks... off the track. Maybe Dave just won't identify with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like a musical. That is probably one of the main reasons. But it looks just it just totally looks like something I I'm not yeah. interested in. Period. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm definitely yeah. fucking intrigued. I'm not. But you all. know what's you know what's most intriguing is looking at the release date is the 21st of July <coughs> 2023, which is the same date as Oppenheimer. Yeah, they're going head to head, and it's I'm like see both. I know I'm telling, what I'm prioritizing. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you now, I think Oppenheimer will blow it out of the fucking water. I, I, mm, I, I don't know, I, man. There's a, lot, there's a lot of teenage girls in this world. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I think I think people are people are craving a fucking... Like, Nolan fans are fanatics, dude. Like, But by the same token, so are Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach fans. Are they? That, but are they as big as fucking Nolan? I don't know. I don't think they're as loud. I've I've but... I've never never encountered anybody who's been like, Oh yeah, I went to film school and studied film and T V because I want to be just like Greta Gerwig. But I could a... you, you could throw a fucking rock and you'll hit a goddamn you'll hit I a think, goddamn yeah, film if student. Like, if we're gonna like, if we're Nolan. gonna be real, then Nolan's definitely got a bigger name. He's definitely more He's also there. been at it longer though. Oh, yeah, yeah, but say, yeah, he's been around a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because when was Memento? Memento was like, what, 2002? I think it was 2000. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, look, time, time's relative as well, of course. Yeah. But like... I mean, Greta Gerwig was doing... Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like some really weird subgenre of movies. Oh, uh, look, it wouldn't matter. Let's just blame it on the patriarchy. Yeah, fair. I think it's, it's very... I think it's hard for anything. Like, while, while ever there's hype going on it's very hard for up-and-comers to break through that because there's already a fan base and hype for people that for for people that uh fans are already familiar with i guess that's a good point too because especially how nostalgia driven everything is now like you know what i mean like it needs to have a familiarity to it yeah for people to to go to go to the cinemas and watch it i I think, uh, well, also too, like probably a little bit of an example for that is like um, great great composers, right? Like I feel like when there's when there's an era of great composers, it's not really until they start either stop doing what they do or or dying that the next generation of those like really pushes through. You know what's funny but, about that though is that. So many composers are the ones whose name is at the top of the list. Like Hans Zimmer, if you look at the amount of stuff that Hans Zimmer does, that he scores, so much of it isn't actually him. So much of it is people that work for his production company mm. or his, his whatever, you know, his music production company um, that actually make so many of the soundtracks for him, not him directly. Yeah, but yeah. there is something to be said for The Shepherd. Like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I mean like, like there's like you could you well, could, he also like, that's, gives that's people opportunity like, look, I'm not, because of his name yeah I'm not I'm not fucking trying to be a corporate shill for Apple like I I hate the company but I I mm. do understand why Steve Jobs 
was revered. And it's like, yeah. he, he, he didn't know how to fucking code. I don't think he knew how to code and, and build a fucking iPod. But he assembled the team to do it. Like, he, yep. there's something to say for that visionary. And I, I think about that with... I guess I can identify that with composers because... Like, I, I, I'm not musically inclined at all. So I, I think of how music is... Compo- like, even just when you just think about a band... Like, you know, you've got a just a flat-out guitarist, a drummer, a bassist, and a lead singer. And it's like, yeah. you know, there are so many of them. There you know, hundreds of thousands in the world, if not millions. But we only ever... The ones that stick around for fucking decades, you know, are the ones that were able to communicate it all together. And usually there's only one that's sort of leading them. One, one mm. that's like... One that stands out... A, a, above those four and it's just like yeah look this this fits here this fits there what about this what about that like they got to communicate together but they're also got to be led by by someone in it as well yeah you know and it's yeah, like 100 so there's something to be said said for that as, as well it's like not i don't know i just not i wouldn't i wouldn't throw out the composer like han i wouldn't throw out han zimmer because he's got a team of people working no, for it's, him, you know what I mean? It's just how it works. Like that's yeah. there's no way any human would be able to without a shit ton of fucking meth. There is no human on this planet that could put the output that Hans Zimmer has had mm. into the world on their own. Like mm. it's not physically possible. Yeah. Well, I guess it's interesting too because it's like you think about that with other artists like Stephen King. Mm. Like like I know Michael Michael's a massive like Michael's a big he's a reader. Um, and like Stephen help me like that, Jesus, <laughs> Stephen. Can't have people knowing that I read words. <laughs> what do you read them for? I'll be shunned. Yeah, but like Stephen King wrote, writes how many fucking books a year? You know what I mean? And he yeah. did it. Stephen, that's such wait, a Stephen King's a writer. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a cocaine-addled director. <laughs> oh man, have you? Any of you guys, Carl? I think you and I have spoken about this before. But have any of you ever read the script for Maximum King? Oh, uh, we have talked about it, but uh, no, I haven't. So this kid, Shay Hatton, who um, he's a prick because he's like in his early 20s and making mad Hollywood movies and shit, doing everything I want to do way more skillfully than I can do it, little bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wrote this script called Maximum King, which was about cokehead Stephen King and how he directed this film called Maximum Overdrive. And it is the most batshit insane read I've potentially ever come across. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think I think you sent it to me, and I, I didn't... I think I read, like, maybe the first five or six pages, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But I never I never it's, just got back around to, to reading it. I get it. It's nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. So on Stephen King then, Marsh, what's your favourite Stephen King book? Oh. Hard question. Probably the guns would be one of the gun gunslinger Wait, books, he, right? No, nah, not the Dark Towers. The Dark Towers. He wrote a, a book called series. Ooh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I'd probably have to go with it, I'd yeah. say. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I mean I like, like watching it. <laughs> the fucking like let's not suck his dick too much. Like he can't write an ending to save his life, but you know yeah. He's, yeah. he's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. He, he's probably my favourite author. I think for me it's probably the stand or um, pet cemetery. 
Yeah, see, I was tossing up between it and the stand. Mm. But yeah, but the last book of the Dark Tower series made me cry like a bitch. I haven't actually read. I tried to start reading it, and I wasn't a big fan. Oh, yeah, yeah I wish that's I, the same I wish with I Dave. Could, yeah, I wish I got through the first book again. Yeah, I, like, I, I finished. Well, I did get through it. Sorry, I, I mean, I wish I could have got through it with enough uh, interest to keep yeah, going. Fair enough. Mm. I've got yeah, I've got the first um the gunslinger, the first book. It was alright, so yeah, my, I, my criticism for the I, gunslinger. I've only I've only gotten halfway through it, I don't think I'll finish it. It was too mm. ambiguous, that's the problem with yeah. it. Like it wasn't it gave you nothing to latch on to. Mm. But it was just like, yeah, he's walking to a town and he meets someone. And it's just like it just keeps repeating. It's just like Yeah. Shoot someone. But it's like anything, right? Like I don't know, Marsh. Does for you? Did it? How how did you keep going? Like what what was it about it that made you want to keep reading the rest? It, it was the mystery, the right. that very that very same ambiguousness that mm. you, right. that was the problem for you. I was like, it it gave me enough to be like, where is this going? Yeah. The slow uh, burn. Yeah, exactly. Like I think yeah. knowing knowing it was a a seven book sort of saga and pretty much i would probably say he's like magnum opus mm. uh, if you, gonna, I if think you want to if, ignore the stand <laughs> if it was if it was a movie i think i'd stick with it just because there's like reading reading to me requires a little bit of effort just because my my mind wanders so much so i've really got to be in a position where i'm fully engaged otherwise otherwise i, I start thinking about other things and Forget it when I'm tired. I will read pages and pages and pages and and have to go, what the fuck did I just read? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had that a few times, yeah. I've got to go back. It's funny because I'm like, I do, pages. I, do, I do that with a lot of fiction. Right. But, but if I'm reading nonfiction, I, I can sit there and, and demolish pages quite easily oh, if it's a, if I'm it's interested. engaging fiction yeah i think i don't think it's really a problem for me you know what, the only the only engaging fiction that i've read that i'm like I, I i think i read in like three days was um ernie klein and ready player oh One man and ready uh, player part two. of my heart was like i, I hope he says enders <laughs> fuck no dave like, <laughs> look that, struggle, first, dave. that that first <laughs> that Ender's game is a fucking great read though. Like I, I did, I did finish that pretty quickly. Like in com- comparison to other fiction books I've read, but like Ernie Klein, like those that Ready Player One, Ready Player Two, I, I demolished. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, Ready Player One, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That yeah. was another enthralling. And even read. he wrote was... another book, um, Armada, which you know, yeah, it you, wasn't. I did read. Yeah, it's it was it isn't as good as Ready Player One. You, talk, you talked it up. I think you're in the hype at the moment, and you did talk it up, and you I did read you it. Don't, and I you don't like, fucking eh. tell me what I feel. No, I, right. I just did, and I'll do it again. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, so, nah, but yeah, no, nah, yeah. that's, that's fair. I think I was stuck in the hype a little bit. <laughs> it's but, easy done. Look at me with the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man. let's not hey. let's not fucking revisit that. Can we please talk about Oppenheimer? Because I'm fucking, uh, I was like... <laughs> fuck you, there's nothing wrong that. with the Goonies. And um, there is, fuck Goonies. Uh, shut up. And fuck anyone that likes it. Gillian Murphy, what a transformation. That dude's lost mad weight for that role, huh? Yeah, dude. Dude. But like, I, 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 like let's, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you, what do you, what are your impressions? 
Talk about fucking voice threw me off because I went through four seasons of Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I'm like, that's not how he sounds. <laughs> yeah, what happened to his Where's accent? His accent? <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, I was waiting for by order of the Peaky Blinders. By order of the Peaky fucking Blinders. <laughs> yeah, to no. go down another rabbit hole. What a great fucking series. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's about the cliffhangers for me. Like, there's, there were some of the season endings where I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just, yeah. But anyway. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing about that show. Aunt Pole is a fox. <laughs> Straight up. She's foxy ads, man. Yeah, you know, you're, not, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't disagree. Yeah. But you know what? I think a part of that, a part of that sort of, yeah, I guess attraction is her her fucking attitude, dude. Like, no, nah, because I thought she was a just... babe as Malfoy's mum as well. She looks she looked, she looked great for her age. I will say that she mm. was like what in her fifties, maybe older. Yeah. Do you remember fifties when we were young? Was like, like why are you even outside? You could die. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like now, fifties are like you know six pack abs and fucking. <laughs> Dude, I, I just remember when relatives would have their fortieth, and I'd be like, "Wow, that's <laughs> you're over that's, the hill." Like, yeah. That's so old. Yeah, it's like, yeah. are you thinking about your retirement? Because, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in my forties now, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, I'm that guy." <laughs> and the kids look up at and go, "Yeah, you're so old." <laughs> See, this is the first time in the last couple of years, first time ever that I've felt like an actual adult because I'm just I. I'm I'm so aware of my age now. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, thirty-four. Like, yep, I'm an adult. Holy shit! Like, these damn kids. So, open Oppenheimer. Yeah. I I had to look it up because it, it talking about ambiguity and ambiguity. Yeah. Um, the the trailer did very well. What, what I hope they don't. Uh, in all honesty, I hope they don't release. I know they're gonna, but I hope they don't release any more trailers. That's all I want from this trailer. No one's usually pretty good with that, though. Like, yeah, it, it, it just gets you know. gets to a point where it's like, look, and we've talked about this in the past, like the marketing for the Matrix, where they just fucking gave nothing away mm-hmm. and left everything to to what is the Matrix, and that was just it was so ingrained in that marketing, fucking that whole ploy was just like, what is the matrix? And it works so well. And they backed it up with a damn good movie, but it was just like, this is, this is what I want this to be. Cause they've already started off with this, like really, um, what the fuck is going on trailer? But, oh my God, I really I want more. I have a, a, a rabbit hole to go down just really quickly about trailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. So on, on the topic of trailers, not showing shit. Is there a worse example of a trailer giving too much shit away than episode one with that Darth Maul double lightsaber pop? Like, why would you show that in yeah. a fucking trailer? I, I think there is, and I think just watch any Hollywood fucking blockbuster film of the past, like, seven years. Mm, I don't know, man. There's, I mean, I can't think of many moments that would make people go as berserk as they... like. That would be like showing Captain America lifting Mjolnir in the the trailer for Endgame. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that that and Terminator Two when they showed that Arnold wasn't a bad guy in the 
fucking trailer. All right, Come I'm, on. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be devil's advocate here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the opposite side. Even though even though I look I, I do I do agree <laughs> with what you're saying. I, I do say it, but I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here. How many years was it since we last saw a Star Wars film? Put yourself travel like travel back to like 1998 when that trailer would have came out because the movie came mm. out in what 99. So yep. you travel back to 98. There's no, there's internet, but not like how we know it. There's no YouTube. There's no sort of video sharing platforms. The only trailers you get to see are in in the cinemas and at the start of VHS films when when you rent them. So that that double lightsaber thing is going to travel word of mouth like you, you you know it's going to travel through the fucking star wars fan base like it'll travel through fucking the star wars fan base like like fucking vd like it'll just rev, like go right through it but please star wars fans aren't getting vd <laughs> uh, what's up, what's, but yeah especially especially not in the 90s but like like i think but i think i think, I think, I think just... to back then i'm like that that's probably appropriate because you're not going to have people being like I've screenshot it I've you know what I mean like when you Even put it still, it didn't need mean. it there's already there's already more than enough hype about there's already a hype it about it yeah. yeah look it been definitely didn't need it since the last one but you you know like just think about it. we we know it's a prequel series we know it's yeah. pre Darth Vader, so people are like, "I want to go watch Star Wars. I want to see Darth Vader." Oh, hang on, this is a prequel series about Darth Vader's rise. To, to be so honest, who man, the fuck Darth, is going to be Darth the big Maul, bad? Darth Maul looked pretty. They, they, the design concept for him was pretty good. Uh, I, I thought he looked pretty yeah. badass to begin with. You Look, could I just show it, his face, I reckon, and people yeah. would be like, "Oh man." It's an absolute. It's an absolute tragedy what they did to him in episode one. They they heavily redeemed him in the fucking in the Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yep. But like, just just I think just on that, I do understand the point, mate. But I do think about like the nineties. You know what I mean? And seeing seeing that character, like, I don't know. A, a part of me, a part of me does feel like, yeah. People might need this for a little bit of uh, justification. You know what I mean? Aren't they yeah. showing movie trailers on TV then, though? Yeah, I think they were. But yeah. That, that, like, it's, you know, but that, that was, you know, it's not like you could time it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair. The closest, the closest thing you could do would be like, make sure you watch the Super Bowl because yeah. you know the trailers are going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Primetime slots, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, possibly even that. Even, you know, say, like, fucking Harrison Ford's going to go be doing... Like, not Harrison Ford, but, like, you know, who else was it? Like, Ewan McGregor's going to go, go and do a spot on fucking um, The Tonight Show. So, definitely go mm. go watch that. Yeah. Hello, Michael, what do you think? You're the other fucking, you know... This... This is a fucking... Bit of a Star Wars skewed podcast. So no, he he went to what, sleep. What? No, what do I think? Uh, like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm with Jay to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah, you didn't need it in there for sure, hundred percent. Because if if it comes out that hey, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out and you haven't seen one in like twenty fucking years, you're gonna go. Yep. Like yeah. they could have shown 
a pile of dog shit on a screen being like, that's the trailer. Like, say, yeah, fuck it, I'll go watch well, it they anyway. Saw, they sort of did with the like, film, didn't they? Like, yeah, yeah, they kind of did, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Show a lightsaber <laughs> steaming up a pile of shit, and yeah. you're just like, ooh, that looks good. <laughs> See, I would have put the moment when um, they're on Naboo and um, Qui-Gon... And Jar Jar. And it's all Obi-Wan. just Jar Jar. Two minutes and 30 seconds <laughs> I was going to say, I would have released the trailer, and it's all Jar Jar's bits. Yeah. Not... Misa's back. This is the new Star No, not sorry, not Naboo. Tatooine. I would have had a, the moment when they take Anakin onto the ship, and Maul almost gets him. I would have had them looking out at Maul as the um, ship's door closes and him staring back at him. That would have been the moment I would have put in the trailer, personally. No, Because no, I, I would have been like, who's this motherfucker chasing away Jedi? I would have you know put what it, I mean? I would, like, no, I would have put it in Qui-Gon explaining fucking midichlorians. <laughs> like, welcome to the fucking new world, bitch. Like, <laughs> it could have been worse, though, man. If they released the trailer today, it would have shown more killing Qui-Gon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Like... That this is yeah, this is exactly what I'm getting at. It's but like, you know, why like, do you need to do this? That's an interesting fact. Like I, I think, I think if I was to do trailers nowadays, especially for a franchise that 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 is that big, I would actually put in the reaction shot of Obi Wan watching Qui Gon die, but not watching yeah, Qui Gon nice. die, because it's just sort yeah. of like, oh, what, the, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is happening? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because there is such there is such emotion like that. You also yeah, see but, even even the, even linger, even the fucking cr- even the cremation at the end. You know what I mean? Where you see the fight where Qui Gon's getting his fucking body burnt, and mm. and all the Jedi are around watching that. Like you put in a quick one of that and be like, "What the fuck? Like who died?" Because the last time we saw but, that was fucking Vader's body getting burnt. Or well, Anakin. Yeah. yeah. But going going back to uh, going back to Obi Wan watching Qui Gon get get slaughtered, it'd be like a cutaway. You wouldn't you wouldn't linger on that that shot of him for too long. It'd just be like yeah. a just like a snippet, yeah. and so so your mind's like, wait, what? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, and you know what? This is all to the score of fucking Duel of Fates. Ooh, like you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely that. Yeah, I love that. And then That's and good. then right yeah, right Shane, before, like, what's going on? And in the classic Marvel fucking um, the Marvel Marvel era of trailers. You do. You say you do a minute forty-five of like full serious Star Wars shit. It's like, do you remember fucking Star Wars? Then this is Star Wars like times ten. Fucking, you know, think of your best orgasm ever times a thousand. <laughs> this is it. And then it fades to black, and then you just hear fucking Jar Jar's voice and that stupid gung like him falling over when the fucking tanks are rolling <laughs> and shit. And you just be like, this isn't the fucking Star Wars you remember. Do you know the oh, guy damn. that played Jar Jar was suicidal after it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's a shame. Like, yeah. this is that part. This is that that toxic fandom where it's like people are like, oh, Star Wars is a toxic fandom, you know, now. And it's just like, no, dude. It's always <laughs> like it's you're always gonna have when you have a fandom that is that fucking big. You are gonna have a percentage of them that are absolute assholes. Like, In fairness, you know, they were right. <laughs> no, they were, they were right about character. <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, Batman's voice, right? Like, um, what's his name? You dropped oh. out then. You either you dropped out or had a stroke because you my, just went my, dead. 
Huh? Really? Yeah. Did I? You went at the end of the day and then nothing. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I, I heard him the whole time. Yeah, uh, I, heard oh, him. I didn't hear Guess him. who dropped out and blamed <laughs> it on someone else? Guess who had the stroke? <laughs> I'd ask you to play it back, but you're the one recording, so well, you guys, didn't get it. This has been this has been a great podcast. It's been a real short one tonight. So, <laughs> uh, I've totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Something about Batman voice, uh, Christian Bale. Something oh, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't blame the actors. You no. only can blame the people that allow it to happen. Yep. Yeah, so no, fuck you. You can producers. blame the actors. No, you can't. No, yeah, you can. Actors, no, yeah, you no, can, you and I'm gonna. No, no. No, and I'm gonna. How come How no. come Nolan's such a fucking great director? How come he didn't step in and be like, yeah, oh, Christian, that voice is a little bit stupid? Because he liked it. Yep. Yeah, and then if Christian's such a great actor, how come he didn't be like, yeah, you know what? No, because he liked it. And to be honest, man, I I don't, I like, I didn't have a problem with it until people know, started. Man. I feel, speaking I, up about it i feel like i, I feel like that takes that takes a lot of fucking that takes a lot of blame off of the actors you know what i mean like yeah, I, I feel i feel like i feel like the actors are just just as much to blame i'm gonna play yeah. devil's advocate here because i do think that the actors are something to blame because i heard a story about uh one mickey rourke mickey rourke. making a film yeah, yeah mickey rourke making a movie where he refused to put down his Pomeranian the whole time he was filming. Oh, I remember this film, So they yeah. could only film close-ups from the shoulder up because he was holding his fucking dog the whole time. Yeah. That's a All true right. But that's unprofessional. All but right, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. That goes outside the bounds of acting. That's just being a fucking moron. Does it, though? Look at Marlon Brando in... Um... Oh, nah, dude. You can't, you can't lump Brando in with fucking Rook. Hold up, hold up. Marlon Brando He's in, been a diva, in Island, then, yeah. Island, yeah. Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, exactly yeah, no, what Marlon no. just said. That's outside the scope of your ability Wait, as did you, an actor. You're, did you you're say, being a dickhead. Dude, I, I don't know. I think when you get to the part... I'm not, I'm not advocating for shitty behaviour, but there gets to a point with fucking Brando when it's like, this is just his ego. And it's like... Well, I mean, people, I'm people, people, like, no, people, people know well, know full well what he's going to be. Like they had fucking things like, like they, they weren't going to hire him for the Godfather because they knew his reputation. Yeah. So it's just well, sort it's, of like, it's like, okay, well, well you know his up. reputation, you know his fucking ego and you're bringing him in. Like he's not going to be held to a fucking contract. Like mm. it's his, his ego won't let him. So, right, but my, my, my point was a, a, a performance choice. They yeah, got, yeah, got off, yeah, got off. Yeah, And then people are like saying, all right, well, but they're like this outside of that performance. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that means they're a fucking I just I just heard Jaden I just heard Jaden attacking my boy Brando. And I was like, nah, this is... No, 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 no. Hey, <laughs> not an attack. Not an attack. No, 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 fuck around. Hey, that's Superman's dad right there, all right? Yeah. yeah. How, fucking, how dare you speak about Jor-El like that? Yeah, no, like, yeah, going back to what Dave was saying. It was like, so what, what do you, do you think... Dave, do you, do you think the actor isn't to blame as much as as much as it is sort of the director? I think if it, if it comes to a point where they're they're not performing within the scope of their ability, then yeah, all right, they're 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 to blame because okay, it's but like, like, oh, how do you measure right, that? We, though? We That's chose the you to do a job, and you're you're not you're not fulfilling that 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 end of the bargain. 
Yeah. Right? You're you're being shit. Yeah. But if you you're making choices and acting decisions that, that no one's pulling you up on, and they're like, "I'm fine with this," and you keep running with it, mm. then I think that's not that's not on you as an actor because, like, because oh, very- I get what you're saying because you got no one sort of pulling you up and actually if you if you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men, pretty much then if, then it's yeah. like how how you're responsible for like sort of your shitty performances if everybody around you is like oh that that's fantastic no no keep going dude yeah yeah I yeah, see what I- you're saying. I'm getting an echo. Yeah, you are. You are echoed a bit. <laughs> it's not me. I think Actually, it was me. Yeah, might be Jay, yeah. I'm hearing myself through Jay's computer. It's, it's through my headphones, man. Shit. Uh, what? what but yeah, what, I, what, I, I don't know. This fucking two-bit unprofessional fucking setup this is. Yeah. See, it's I'm, I'm not even I'm not even acting. It's not my fault. Who do you blame for this, Dave? Uh, the guy in charge, yeah, Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess, uh, I guess we we got way off a fucking topic, but we pro- we probably I am actually really fucking interested into in hearing what Michael thought of Top Gun Maverick. Because why me? I don't because I'm like I'm like I've I've got to I look I'm just gonna put we money haven't on. seen Top Gun. Well, no, but I'm I'm yeah. just like I've got to. My gut just tells me he's going to be like, meh. So, I want to be surprised if he's like, ah, oh, fucking don't, loved it. Don't lead the witness. Fuck you, Dave. Michael doesn't have a brain. I'm just fucking... Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. Oh, this, is what yeah, I wanna, this is what I want to hear, Michael. So, yeah. Michael, tell us how much you liked the movie. <laughs> tell us Michael, how much you thought it was Michael, meh. Can you just yeah. can you just express my opinions but through your mouth, please? Yeah. <laughs> just text me exactly what you want me to say. And I'll make it sound like it came from my brain. Start handling this like a courtroom. I mean, like a <laughs> yeah. If you're the fucking judge in this or, or a fucking lawyer, if you've got any authority in a courtroom, we're in trouble. Oh, we're all like, in trouble. Yeah. Big, big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like the way you look. But <laughs> get out. Well, I'd like to call the next witness to the stand up. She's not good looking enough. <laughs> Can we get someone his, else? His, his gavel's a can this, of Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, case, this, case, this, this, yeah. this, this case is acquitted because I've run out of Jack. Yeah. <laughs> we will take a short recess while I go yeah. up the road to Dan Murphy's. Ken, he never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He fell asleep. Yeah. He does that. Yeah. It's, 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 I guess it's just like you just look at the person charged. It's like, I guess you're free. Like, don't... Yeah, At sorry. one point, his, his chair breaks and he... <laughs> That's oh, a... oh, oh, oh. And no oh, one gives we got a fuck, right? Yeah, That's the yeah, yeah, the court, yeah. The court, the court just, just keeps going. The, court case. <laughs> the lawyers are making arguments to an empty chair. Like, <laughs> just you here. Have you heard oh. that episode, Jay, by any chance? Have you come I across it at all? Not, oh, no. dude, I'll, I'll, I'll find out which one it is, and I'll make sure you listen to it, because Dave, at one point, you hear, you audibly hear him break his chair, fall down, and me and Mark would just ignore it and keep talking. They keep talking. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Tremendous. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. So, Michael, Top Gun, what do you, you think? Top Gun, Maverick. Fucking shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
No, I'm kidding. I actually really <laughs> liked it. <laughs> yeah? Um, no, yeah, yeah, I dug it. I thought it was really good. Oh, um, good. Just for no relevance at all, but it looked really good on my TV. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, man. This looks great yeah. in 4K. It's awesome. Um, but no, yeah, I really liked it. I, I thought it was very good. Um, hit all the right notes. Um, it didn't... Uh, it didn't feel like it slowed down at all. Um, the, there were no moments in the movie where I was like, can we move on? Because it was always moving on. Um, and like 90% of the movie is them getting ready for a mission. <laughs> like, mm. it's weird. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just really liked it. Yeah. No, oh, good. Yeah, that's, I, I was actually hoping, I was, ho- I was hoping for that. Because I'm like, yeah, before, yeah, I guess before I get into my thoughts, Dave and Jay, what guys, what do you think? Who wants yeah, to Yeah, I think, I think, Okay. Mush pretty much nailed it, but uh, my my one my one uh, uh, criticism was the opening. I'm just like, am I watching Top Gun again? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, my my big sort of criticism was the choice of music in some parts, and it was like the '80s sort of. Yeah. And I get what they were going for, yeah. but just, it I didn't. You're trying to appeal to a new audience. Just it didn't vibe just... with me. <laughs> mm. Nah, you can both get fucked. Danger Zone is a jam. <laughs> Danger Zone, Danger Zone, I will give a, a hard pass to. That that's yeah, but everything outside of that, I'm just like, yeah, right. it, it was a little corny, I think. Yeah, you can feel yeah. you can feel the '80s in it. Like yeah. it, like I look, I this is the second time I've watched it, so I'm like, I really notice. I'm like, you know what? There is a lot of nostalgia here, like just by use sim- simply by using that song and and just other like like you said the entire opening um the the um this the fucking cockpit sequences were fantastic man Dude. like i really i was really like sort of clenching up watching them do that Dude, shit you know you know why Be- because they were actually in fighter jets doing that shit dude like all the yeah. how to fly. Yeah, I I looked in I looked Wait, into what? yeah, dude. I looked yep. into the behind the scenes stuff, and they actually they had a they had a um agreement with the U.S. military to use like F-14s and F-18s, and they actually Wait a minute. they actually had those actors actually had to go into sort of pilot school for it, so they actually had to train to sustain those G's. Yeah, Fuck they did three months. Yeah. Three months of intensive flight training as part of the yeah. prep for the film, and that's why that's why there are parts where it's like you see them, their eyes, like everything. You see the weight shift in their face to their forehead, and they're and they're trying to sort of stay awake. It's like that's that's not acting. That's legit. Wait, so are they flying or are they in the co-pilot? No, or? dude. They, oh no, they're in the co-pilot. They didn't. They they weren't allowed to touch the controls. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Then, there was there was. Um, there was a stipulation. Like, that's that's yeah. a massive response. There was. I did. I did see an interview where they were like, there was a stipulation where they're like, we understand Tom Tom Cruise has got a fucking license for absolutely everything, and they were like, where we will do this, but Tom is not allowed to touch the controls whatsoever. They're like, <laughs> we know he can fly. He's not flying these. Like these are these are war machines. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was just like, yeah, it's fair enough. Cause that, right. that, plane... that, that makes that so much. That makes yeah. It made it so much more riveting. Yeah, dude. It really sits you in it. Like... Dude, when when he went for that final sequence, like on the training exercise, I think that was that was the highlight for me over the actual mission. 
like him proving that he could do it in two oh, minutes and fifteen, seconds. 15 seconds. Yeah, I was, I was. I was so strapped in for that. I was like, yeah, this is fucking excellent. Mm. Yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed all the flying sequences. They were they were really, really great. And, of course, I'm going to have to mention Jennifer. Oh, this she, is, yeah, it fucking, it wouldn't be the apology tour with you. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a babe. Yeah. Thank you for being I think, in the I think you've, I think you've well documented on here your, your fucking boner for Jennifer Connolly. Yeah. 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 Not as much as my boner for Rachel McAdams, but Jennifer Connelly, we salute you. Shwing. I mean, you boys can. We low salute you. No, <laughs> Dave low salutes you. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, what do you think? Well, so, uh, I... Oh, thanks for I coming on the podcast, to... man. Like, <laughs> start, start starting, out, starting out strong. I, would have I thought you were my Goonies, it. buddy. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it on the big screen. Yeah. From a spectacle standpoint, this movie was top fucking notch, right? Um, but I had problems with it. I had quite a few problems with it. In particular, that third act. Shit. Like, I mean, it wasn't a wholly believable film from the beginning, but that third act really took it to another level of, like this is bullshit. Like this, this is hitting Marvel levels of fantasy. Like, but this is what movie making should be. Like, uh, it's not a documentary. No, I I understand that, but there is suspension of disbelief, right? So there's, there's levels to this shit. And when it gets to a certain point where you're like, no, I don't think that this is like, this is hokum. That's when I'm sort of like, I start to draw the line. Like, what, what interferes with your, Suspension of disbelief. Well, we had two miracles that needed to happen in this movie, right? Um, they had to hit the well, the exhaust fan or whatever it was, the Death Star. They had to shoot the Death Star, <laughs> and then they had to shoot the Death Star a second time. Now, Actually, sorry, sorry, but that is a really good that is a really good uh, analogy. Yeah, because if you think about it, yeah, it's it it's, was it's like straight Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. I immediately went to that. I was like, oh, yep. they have to shoot the exhaust port twice. Yeah, without yeah. targeting. If you're it's not, so, I never even so, thought about that. So, it never crossed my mind. <laughs> but it's so explicit when you actually see it done. Because I'm like, I was just like, that looks like if if that rocket had laser beams on it instead of a rocket, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm watching fucking, I'm watching a New Hope. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. All we were missing was someone going keep on target. Keep on target. <laughs> you just need Porkins, that little fat fuck in one of the one of the F eighteen fighter jets. Um, you know, what? No, I want to was... watch. Sorry, just before I want to watch now. I want to watch a cut of Top Gun Maverick. No, it's yeah. a cut of Top Gun <laughs> yeah, Maverick, yeah, but yeah. all of, all of the the jet, the realistic jet sounds are replaced with like Tie Fighters and X Wings. <laughs> like those sounds, I'd fucking one hundred percent watch. Anytime they shoot better, a gun, just like splice the two together so they're flying F 18s to like oh, doing the fucking the trench run. Dude, Maverick, Maverick, fucking V Skywalker. Like, yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I actually can't believe I didn't fucking make that similarity. That's yeah. that, so to me, that that that's another reason why the yeah. movie is probably good, because <laughs> I just totally didn't make that similarity. Well, you're. It's also I I feel like because I do that too. Like when I watch things, I'm like somebody else says a reference, or I'm like, oh yeah, I totally see that. But at the moment, I was so engaged with the film that yeah. the film is the only thing I'm thinking about. Like 
It's fucking hilarious now yeah. that you mention it, Jay. I'm just like, holy crap, that's that is really funny. Sorry, Jay. Was, so yeah, keep going. It was intense, right? But as soon as the the targeting laser failed and they hit it, I was like, get fucked. Like it's hard enough for them to do that once with a targeting laser, but without the targeting laser to do it, with this kid who was missing by like ten meters every time he was trying to hit it in the training. I was like, come on. But then it got worse. Tom Cruise survives. Then gets chased down by a fucking attack helicopter, dives behind a log, and not a single bullet hits him. Like, that log is going to be sufficient cover for those bullets to not hit him. Fuck you. Then, what's his name? Rooster gets fucking shot down, and he You've survives You've seen Commando, well. yeah? <laughs> of course. But I'm not expecting, you know... I mean, I have seen Commando, but it's... Stallone. You go into a Stallone movie not expecting it. You mean Schwarzenegger? But, how? How? Sorry, yeah, how Fucking shit. dare you? Well, <laughs> you oh, no. fucking piece! Oh, no. You piece <laughs> of fucking garbage! I was, I'm sorry. I was I was confusing myself with the obviously superior Rambo. Oh, Apologies. you know what you uh, are? You're that. You're that little. <laughs> you're that little piece of fucking spit that comes up on the side of your mouth when you talk too much. You know what I mean? That's what you are when you mix those up. Hey, Jay, I'm so disappointed. I've really enjoyed talking with you on these, but unfortunately, this is going to be our last time. (laughs) Actually, just on a quick side note, I'm like, I'm like, I was going to bring this up, but this may be another podcast. But Jay's got some fucking hard thoughts about Snyder that I don't think will go down well with with maybe Uh, maybe we like we like opinions. Yeah, yeah. No, no, anyway, but no, but but that's some tough arguments. I was going to say, I was I, say I, I, that, I'm probably on Jay's side with uh, Rambo, to be honest. <laughs> oh, what Rambo compared to Commando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all are. We just love. Yeah. We just love well, look, Rambo. Rambo's Rambo's a different film. Like I mean, not not blood, not including anyway. all the other ones. That yeah. first one, man. Like yeah. that that should have won an we Oscar. We talked about. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, yeah, so totally. I think yeah, we, we have, yeah. Nice. Totally, totally off track and interrupted you, Jay. No, yeah, you're good. For, for like yeah. the sixth time. Are you talking um, about the, the first miracle, then the then the bombs without the... Yeah, too, too unbelievable. Crew yeah. surviving, rooster surviving, then them stealing a fucking fighter jet from the hangar. Like, these cunts aren't going to be on red alert looking out for any single thing that they can. But they just managed to stroll in, yeah. steal the plane, and get out. No, see, yeah, my senses were going well, off then too. Okay, I was wait, like, wait, wait. No one shot will, these guys. Yeah. I will, I will interject there. That that is probably the one that I'm like, I'm, I will disagree with out of all those, because I'm mm. like, that's that that is that's that's a high like you. I read a lot of history, and from what I can gather. It's sort of attacks like this. Like, this isn't even on the level of, like, Pearl Harbor and, and things like that. There's a lot of chaos going, especially yeah. when it's when it's, when it's it's from a point of, like, we were not expecting this whatsoever. Mm. And then all of a sudden, chaos. It's like... But you, you that don't think they at least have some that. people above ground? I did. You, you saw you saw they did have people. I think that, I think that yeah, base was true. entirely above ground. But, but who knows? Saw, like, who knows what's the... authorized too, right? Like if yeah. you're if you're um. But look, they don't. They also they run through an airfield. You're not going to be like, are you one of us or not? But like... look, you you. But you look back on it too. They also didn't have any um patches or insignias on their 
on their um True. jump um jumpsuits. Look, because that's it's, a because fair it's a covert point. it's a covert mission. So to yeah. to like you you got to think you're you're an enemy combatant looking at people run through smoke filled runway while you're mm. also like I need to fucking I've got my own mission sort of parameters parameters for a situation like this. I'm just worried about the task that's been assigned to me. I'm not going to be th- I'm like there are so many people running around, so that that I'll push back on a little bit. Um, but, but every everything else, I'm I'm agreeing with. So sorry, keep. But, yeah, what what else after that? Well, then it was the fact that he took down those two ridiculous, ridiculously uh, Gen, superior Gen, jets. Gen five, yeah, jets. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, come on, like, and <laughs> they were sitting in the cockpit, and I was like, he's gonna say that fucking line. He's going to fucking say that line. Miles Teller is going to tell him, it's not the plane, it's the yeah. pilot. And <laughs> yeah. he fucking said it. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Like, I was You're like, like God damn guys, it. Yeah. Really? Hey, Jay and like, throws up his hands. He's like, I'm out. I'm done. I, I actually did. I actually Jay needs did. to buy a new uh, TV because he threw his remote yeah. at it. And he's all right. <laughs> you fucking yeah, piece yeah. of shit, Tom Chris. <laughs> but look, all in all, I really, really in- I enjoyed the film. It was a good, fun popcorn movie. There was one, actually there was one other thing that shit me a bit. We didn't Ed see Harris. Jennifer Connelly naked. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ed Harris. I just mixed. I just mixed those two up because I heard Jay say Ed Harris and then I heard Dave say naked, and I was like, Ed Harris naked? Like what the fuck? I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> The stuff with Ed Harris at the start, I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be man versus machine. This shit's going to be awesome. And it just never came back to anything to do with the drones. And I was Mm. like, this could have been a really cool sort of plot point where it's like Tom Cruise has to train these kids up to be as good as machines. You know, not not that the not that the yeah, story that's... wasn't good, but you know what I mean. Well, I, I get what you're saying. That 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 is really lost story potential because it really yeah. could. It, I I agree. It could have been man versus machine, where it's like you have Ed Harris throughout the film being like, "This needs to be a, a drone mission because no yep. no human pilot is is capable of running that canyon in this amount of time." If yeah. they went up against machines, that would have been a totally different plot. Because mm. you got to the point where that other pilot pulls this maneuver and they're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> that, like, I did like that moment. I did like that because they're not the only ones that can fly. Like, if you're in the military, if you're in any sort of fucking airplane capable of pulling those maneuvers, you've got to be able to fly those fucking things. So yeah. I think the wake-up call of, oh, holy shit. <laughs> you just shit, said the where... most basic shit. <laughs> If you're, well, yeah. it is though. It's, if you're in a fucking country that has planes, you need to be able to fly. It's like, yeah. If you're in that level of military, then yeah, you do. You're you're going up the best with the best of the best. You're the best of the best for yours, mm. but you're going up against the best of the best for theirs, yeah. and you're not always gonna be better than them. I I, I just I really like the fact that someone pulled a maneuver that they weren't ready for, and it was like, yeah, that's right. You're you're yeah. going up another human being who knows what they're fucking doing. See, that's interesting because I I read that as the machine more than the pilot. Yeah, so, because so because I was pilots were faceless, right? They had the reflective helmets. Oh, and that, shit the whole like the that, whole so the whole see anything. The whole them. country. That's that's the only gripe that I have with the film, where it's like you 
you could have just like just we don't know what country it was just tell us it's russia putin's not gonna watch it dude russia (laughs) china iran like any of the like i i'm i'm fully aware of the i'm like they're they're american like that yeah like but yeah all right i'm i'm on board for this and it's just like i to me i was just like that that would have had more weight if you were just sort of like yeah look and I, I i reckon i reckon personally for me i'm like i probably would have made it sort of china or iran just because the first movie was russia because it was at you know the height of the cold war or the the, the ass end of the cold war really um so you, you couldn't make that. it china because you'd be alienating a big part of that uh, yeah well they already did that with the fucking flags on his on his back there's that mm. there's that scene where he puts on the jacket and he's actually got um the Taiwanese flag on there. So that already oh. that already alienated the Chinese market. So it's just like okay, yeah. well then just but see make that you can like edit out yeah. easily. If you yeah. make your enemies Chinese True. that like fucks the whole movie. That's yeah. that's a very good point, yeah. Yeah. But like look and Yeah, go. Sorry. I was just gonna say the the other sort of thing I didn't really like was Rooster. Um I felt like, bitch, wasn't he? Oh, well, it's not so much that. I feel like. <laughs> also, you really feel Michael. <laughs> I'm torn between what, what's, who's the antagonist here? Is it Hangman or is it Maverick? You know, who's Rooster against? He's against them all, but he doesn't kind of focus in on one particular adversary enough. Do you know what I mean? Like Hangman, yeah, okay, cool. Hangman's a hotshot pilot. Yeah, Hangman's meant to be Iceman from the first film, and let's repeat that and have the nostalgia of that. But I didn't think we needed it. And actually, I will say one thing I really loved was the shit with Val Kilmer coming back. That, oh, uh, before before shit, we get man. to before we get to the Ooh. Val Kilmer stuff, I will disagree with you with the antagonist stuff because I think I think Go that's on. very I think that's very black and white thinking of of a film like this because I I looked at it as being like. He, it's a very remember the Titans sort of story. It's it's basically yeah. you've got this you've got this older character coming in who's the mentor sort of character. He comes in, he's got to bring this team together. He's already got a prior relationship with one of them. We we know that everybody in this in this this class is at the top of their level. All of their skill levels are pretty much on par with each other, but they're nothing can compared to the mentor. And then the conflict is coming from like the conflict for the mentor, which is the protagonist is coming from one of the students, but the students has got his own conflict with another, another student. Mm. And it's like, I feel like it ties in, it all ties in to me. Like, because it's like that moment where hangman and ends up saving them. Like that's his whole story arc. Like that, like it's in his name. Like they like they make fun of him repeatedly throughout it. We see it in the training that he leaves he leaves his wing wingman's out out to dry. He could not yeah. give a fuck about anyone else but himself. But then when it comes down to that third act moment, when it's like all is lost. Like I, even the second time watching it again, when I knew what was coming, there was a moment where I did forget that Hangman comes in and saves him. And I'm like, See, I know. To me, that's, that's interesting. That's good. That I'm like, that's good storytelling. Like that's mm. like you set you've set it up enough. Like I don't and look, Hangman isn't exactly a fucking three dimensional character. 
No. Like, he is he is just there for an obstacle for Miles Teller. Like, that's... And, and that's it. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. I don't need to fucking know more about Hangman. Like, I like Miles Teller. I hope he does well. I like him as an actor. Yeah. Sorry, that actor. was that was really out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. but I, just, I was in my own head then. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm like, Dave's just fucking speaking... Like his thoughts, <laughs> like there's no. Yeah, thoughts, like, like, yeah sorry, yeah. sorry, I derailed that. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't feel like they did enough between Rooster and Hangman to really like. I I I sort of felt like there should have been a very clear line drawn straight down the center. Half are on Team Rooster and half are on Team um, Hangman, right? Mm. Like, yeah, that's it sort of enough. felt like. Hangman just knew he was hot shit. Yeah, I thought I thought they were setting the that up threat. in the pub. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah, and and they yep. didn't. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's, I could I could definitely a see a story out of that. Yeah, I could definitely see a story out of that where they're like because Rooster's whole conflict is that he just like you know Hangman says it. It's like you just, he hangs out too long. Yeah. Like, I like the beach scene, but I feel like they didn't um, emphasize it enough. Like they didn't emphasize that camaraderie that came mm. because of it. Yeah. There also wasn't enough oiled up bodies playing beach ball. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, what, what more did you yeah, need? You need well, fucking, you know, the female need... pilot didn't get naked, so... <laughs> I was say, like, fuck, what did you, did you need hardcore penetration from fucking Hangman and, and Rooster? Just... Wouldn't hurt. I would have I liked the homoerotic <laughs> undertones that Iceman and Maverick had in the first one. Yeah. I feel like that would have been funny. Well, what do what do you think about it, Carl? Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> and you picked it. We know you like it. Yeah, no, but look, the second time, <laughs> second second time I watched it, I was like, I could actually do without all of the Jennifer Connelly storyline. Like, yeah. I, I was it just wasn't like, necessary. It, it, yeah, it's. It, I, I haven't it, seen the first one, so I got no idea. Well, she's not. I don't well, think she's, she's not she's in the not first, in the first one. one. Yeah, oh, it's really? Me, it's That's me. the weirdest yeah. part. Oh She's my god! Even... I'm watching this movie, thinking, "Oh, she must have been love interested." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking like, "There's a backstory here." There's yeah. not. She's no, only like 14 when the first. And one I hate made to too. say it, but she's just even a pretty better. face for the movie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, she, she. That whole storyline was only there to give something for Maverick to come back for. And I'm yeah. like, it would have been. Uh, I think the story would have been much, much better if they had Ma- Maverick sacrifice himself for Rooster. Yeah, why did they give Rooster a... escape? Yeah, well, which he kind of did, yeah. and then he fucked it up by coming back yeah. for it. And let me let or... me just let me just address Ooh. like what you what you were saying, Jay, about the unbelievableness of of the sort of the element let me address those because i'm like you you do bring up a lot of valid points there are a lot of things in there that are very unbelievable the one i I would say the one thing that you fucking that you miss though that i'm like Mm. it sets the tone for me for the film where i all the things that you listed are valid but i let them go immediately because the biggest one for me is like that beginning that opening that opening with um maverick Test flying the um, uh, when he hits the Mac ten, the Mac ten. Because I'm like, yeah, if he ejected at Mac ten, he would have yeah. been he would have been fucking <laughs> atomized. Like, yeah, that's that that that's a stupid. We first of all, there is no plane on Dude, the planet that that wanna, reaches Mac ten. You want to know? I thought I did actually. I 
didn't actually think to mention it, but I did think that. I'm just like, he can't eject at that speed. Yeah. No, dude, that's that, dude. And I look, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if this is because I'm like, I'm, I'm very fucking interested in in any sort of vehicles, especially like you know, skunk works sort of clandestine, clandestine vehicles of this nature. So I'm like, when I saw it, I was just sort of like, I'm like, he's he like, he's not. This is all gonna go. Well, that's to shit. why they don't. Sh- that's why they don't show it happening. Yeah. They just show him walking into a cafe because yeah. like everyone on that set knew that you can't eject yeah. the Mac Ten. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so I guess the point for me is like immediately from the opening for me I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of things in this that aren't accurate, which right, which like when I watched the first film I'm like the first film I didn't actually like because I'm like this is very slow. And I'm like, even for an 80s film, I'm like, this, I don't understand how this was so fucking massive. But anyway, I'm like, watching this, I'm like, they're going to have to show, like, I know, I know that they flew F-18s in this for reals. Like, I know, mm. like, and I knew the training and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the maneuvers that they actually can do. And you, you, you do see a lot of that stuff. And it's very hard to pick out where there are things of CGI and where things are real in this, which is also something that I really appreciated. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't know, like that 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 Gen Five plane, like I don't even know what that is. I don't even know. I I can't. Nah, I, I don't even. Right. And I'm like, like I said, I'm like, I I try to, you know. I like. I'm interested in these things outside of film. So I'm like, me just looking at it, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this thing is. And um, for it to do that maneuver, I was just like, "Is there do do we have something that can do that? Because if so, that's phenomenal. Like to be going at that fucking speed to pull a maneuver like that." I think an F, an F, whatever plane. Like just because that number has been ingrained in me, like growing up, like like when you looked at model planes, it was like, "Oh, that's an F, whatever the fuck it is, F fourteen, whatever it was when I was growing up." Like you just knew that that was a badass plane. Yeah. So any any time they mentioned an F plane, I was just like, "That's fucking awesome." I don't care how old it is. <laughs> it's like that's a like the, the dude sits in and goes, "This thing's so fucking old." I'm like, "Dude, that's that's your teacher right there. You have some respect." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This thing's a fucking. This thing's ancient. You you yeah respect it. But yeah, like I, was I don't that know. the plane from the first movie? Was it F fourteen? F fourteen. The first one. Yeah, F fourteen. So F yeah. F eighteen are the ones that they fly, which is yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I actually I actually think listening. I listened to a podcast a while ago with an actual fighter pilot, and he said he said the absolute best plane that they even still have now anything for warfare is an f-16 and i was like oh, okay like, he's just like, how that's it... what i'm thinking of yeah he's like it's just how yeah. it maneuvers he goes they they're still operational they still use them because mm. just because there is nothing better for like payload there is there's so much science that goes into these vehicles that is just like it's mind-boggling um oh yeah. dude straight up you, you see how they move and you know how a commercial plane moves so you're just like, yeah. look, I, I'm looking at these things thinking, holy fuck, that, that's kind of amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry, go on, like, um, derailed a few times. Um, that's what we do. Off, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so that, yeah, that suspension of disbelief was right there from the very beginning for me. So I, 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 I overlooked a lot of those things, um, especially... 
Look, especially in these popcorn action films where the, like, you know the protagonist isn't mm. in any danger. Like, you know, like when Tom Cruise's plane went down, I'm like, he's going to be fine. And it's like, he was fine. Like, yeah. he didn't even have a limp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, come on. Straight into the Tom Cruise run. Yeah. And I'm like, even Miles Teller too. And it's just like, they don't have a scratch on them. They still, like, I can see the makeup. Like, mm. get fucked, you know. And, yep. and it's, but it's like I think I think the storytelling, not the storytelling. I guess the action, the visuals of it are so strong that you're just sort of like, yeah, look, I can put aside all this bullshit for two hours and just just believe that a, a fucking dude could blow up in a plane and come well, out. Like of you say, it's a popcorn fine. movie. You're like, I put this aside and just keep munching on my fucking. My yeah. bucket. Yeah. I could to an extent, honestly, like, it's not a huge qualm. It was enough for me to notice and be like, come a fuck on a couple of times. But yeah. overall, the action sequences, the visuals, the fact that they used actual planes, all of those kinds of things really showed. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a valid gripe, but do, you, do yeah. you actually think that this is a sign of the times and where movie making needs to go? What do you mean? Like, like big, what, well, what do you mean? Back like, back in the day, that shit would fly because it was just it was entertaining and it was fine. But now people want something that's more realistic. Well, look, I don't I don't want to get on a fucking I don't want to get a a political rant about it. But this is the problem. The problems I to me, I'm like the things that stand out to me in films now are like political messaging rather than rather than mm. that. Where I'm like. Like you could easily right. you could easily replace Tom Cruise with you know let's let's say Charlize Theron, and I'm like I'm still gonna have that suspension of disbelief. I don't I don't care that she's a woman. Like there's no yeah. and there's no sort of overtones of like see a woman could survive this but a man couldn't. But like mm. there are plenty of films where I see that now and I'm like that takes me out of the film. It's not it's not the fact that. Like a mm. human could survive this. You're saying that's like because this person aligns with this, you know, insert whatever political influence you're you're trying to fucking or political commentary you're trying to say they would survive that. And it's just like yeah, there's an agenda. Yeah, that's... yeah. I just I was trying not to say that word because I feel like it's loaded. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's like, it's like yeah. Next thing I'm putting on my tinfoil hat because the queens are fucking yeah, reptilian. I fucking I fucking said it. <laughs> <laughs> there, I said it again. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I give, I give movies like this a lot of leeway because I'm like the only political messaging I can see this, see that is in this film, is that sort of um, America being the protector of the world, and I'm like, yeah. in one sense they are, but they do a lot of damage in doing so. So. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, when you apply it to the real world, it's like there's there's a lot, there's a lot more nuance there. It's not just black mm-hmm. and white. But I understand in this film, it's gonna be black and white. Like, I don't need to explore that fucking that theme anyway. Like, I'm here just to watch, like I said, machines that I that I know do ungodly fucking things, and be be stunned for two hours. Yeah. Not 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 be reminded that like. The world's a shitty place and people kill each other. So, I don't. I don't think it's to to your point, Davey. 
I don't think it's necessarily a sign of the times that people want um, super realistic films. I think it's that a lot of directors and producers think these people are fucking dumb and they're not going to care if we do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it, it's, it, it can feel insulting at times. Right, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So not necessarily that, that they're that they're thinking that, but just the fact that you are a little insulted as a viewer. Yeah. Like, it's like, you thought you could pull this off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael, what, like, Michael, what do you think? Cause you, you, you generally have a different take to, to me and Dave as well. Like you got an outside opinion you might have an outside opinion to Jay on this as well. So what do you think? Do you think it's a um, sign of the times or? Not really, because if people were looking for realism, they wouldn't be flocking to superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, all right. Your 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 concern. Genre. Your concern is you want consistency. You want the rules of the world to obey the rules of that world. You don't want those rules to be broken. Well, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Do you do you mean the rules of when you say the rules of the world? Do you mean the rule of that fictional world in the film or the world in? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, if if it was established early on that. In, like, like, let's use Maverick for an example. If it was established early on that these pilots were eagle-eyed without laser targeting, like they were <laughs> shooting fucking rats with their fucking guns, they'll shoot, like, they'll shoot know, and rats. Feet above. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if it was established early on that they were able to do that, then I think all that other stuff would be a lot more believable for Jay. Like yeah. he'd be like, oh, okay, because of course they made that shot. It's fucking yeah. nothing for them. Yeah. So, but the fact that you watch 80% of this movie and I, I agree with Jay, like watching these guys miss their shots and then suddenly now that they're actually in the shit, which is like more pressure and a lot more at stake, they suddenly turn into these fucking superhumans. It's a little only, off-putting. I think the only thing that, that sorry, wait, wait. leeway... To... Before, before, Dave, before you come into that, do you, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here because I do agree. I do agree with what you said, Michael, and Jay as well. Just to play devil's advocate, Tom Cruise, it wasn't shown that Tom Cruise could... It, it was shown that Tom Cruise could hit it without the targeting com- computer. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he, 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 like, when, when he did it, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, because like, yeah. he, he did it. So but, like, my, my, nec- my next point, though, is that <laughs> These guys, these guys in the class, guys and girls, gals, are at the top of their game. So it's sort of like, I think of it like maybe is it that like this is a clutch, this is a clutch shot where it's just sort of like you know you you wouldn't expect a fucking you know a um just to put it in basketball terms because I know all three of you don't watch basketball at all and I'm probably going to be the only one to to understand it, but like Scottie Pippen isn't a clutch player. So you don't want Scotty mm. Pippen to take the last, the last shot, the last second when you're when you're one down in the you fucking want Kobe to game. Suck it. Yeah, yeah. Like you want you you want you know where the ball is going to go. It's going to go to fucking Jordan. Yeah. You know because Scotty hasn't consistently been a clutch player. So, but yeah. you're going to have a game where that just happens. You've got three on fucking Jordan, and Scotty's got the ball in the last second. He is still an elite level player. He's still an all star. Mm. He's still the best of the best. Like the 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 number one, number two man of fucking almost all time. The ball's pretty safe in his hands. 
as just compared to Michael Jordan. So I was like, I I think I thought about that. I was just like, they do set that up from the start where they're like, you are the best pilot of the best pilots in the Navy. Hands down. Yeah, they, they said it a lot. Yeah. Um, I will... I, my mind keeps going back to the start of the mission. Mm-hmm. And, like, Maverick and Phoenix are, are flying off. They're doing the thing, whatever. And, and Rooster is slowing down. Well, not slowing down, but he's not going as fast as he could. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's struggling with it. And then suddenly this switch goes off in his head. Like, you know, don't think, just do. And that gave him what he needed out of nowhere sort of thing if you know what i mean like, once again it's... very very star wars too isn't it yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's yeah, space it's wizards. Yeah. <laughs> um like yeah a... I, like and that's what i mean with like the consistency it's like if it was a gradual thing like say mm. he started to do the whole don't think just do during the training and he was sort of slowly getting better and eventually when the mission came along he was actually able to do it that'd be a lot more believable but it, yeah. it was more like a uh, zero to one hundred moment in yeah. the span of like a minute, sort of thing. No, I, I also point. would have made it that the miracle was more them being able to get through at that low altitude at the speeds they needed to hit. I personally, that's what I would have. If I was writing, I would have said this is the miracle because then it's just okay. Shit, the laser targeting is not working. This is a very hard shot to hit. Yeah. I'm not thinking that it's almost in the realm of impossible to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, um, that's that's. But it, it was more how many things happened, well, that's one after the other that were. Sure, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. You just hit on something interesting that I'm like, this is probably a this is this would be a good criticism of the story of the film. Because, like you said, like you you would focus on the miracle of them actually getting to basically the exhaust vent of making it yeah. so for me i'm like the miracle is them coming back home True. that that's yeah, the miracle yeah, that's point. that's more the miracle than anything else because like that's the thing that crew that maverick is fighting for f- fighting for from the very beginning because you have that he has that um relationship with rooster and yeah. so he's like he you know like the first interaction he has with fucking john ham's character where he's just sort of like you know John Hamm's like, you know, the mission needs to be a success. And it's like, and, and he adds on, it's like, and, and they return home. And, yep. and it's just like, yeah, so this is his driving force. This is his, this is his mission. This is Tom. And then the this Japanese is interject mission. and they're like, kamikaze! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's we just, don't give a fuck about your pilots. Let's, let's just, kamikaze! Let's, <laughs> let's just steer it back into the Japanese like Dave always loves to do. Wait, <laughs> Wait do I? What? No, no. It's... <laughs> just joking. That's a good point, actually. Because, yeah, from, it, from no, a story steering, standpoint. Steering yeah. back into the Japanese. Kamikaze? Oh my god, that's no. terrible. Okay. Yeah, it is. That, that yeah. was terrible. I'm just going to apologise now. <laughs> <before> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, the miracle is yep. them returning. It's not like, I, I always knew that the mission was going to get complete. Like, that that was never I actually find doubt. that funny, though, because like, when, when they were first given the mission brief, and they were like, we need two miracles to happen, and then they were like, the first one is blah, 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 blah. And I'm, in my head, I was like, oh, the second one is them getting back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and yeah. and this is before like Maverick even says anything to like John Ham saying mm. like you know they need to come home because I'm like they got planes there. 
uh, waiting for them. So yeah, the the miracle, the second miracle is them getting back, and then they're like, the second miracle miracle is dropping the second bomb. I'm like, so there's no third miracle of them getting back? <laughs> yeah, like, they didn't mention right. it at all. I was like, yeah. come on, guys. They're actually, they're actually, they're actually yeah. would have been, they're actually could have been very good story potential for a character in there being like knowing and not and this is like straight from mystery too like i've i've sort of read read a lot about um soldiers who go into they know they're going into a mission where they're not coming back and Mm. the psychology behind all that and they go into it where it's like there's absolutely like for a lack lack of better better words there's no fucks given and it's Mm. like I would have liked to have seen a character like that where they're like, I know I'm not coming back. So I don't, I, I really don't care. Like I'm, I'm just going head first into this. And then to see them actually come back, that would be fucking, that I feel like that would be a lot of weight to that. Cause it's, you know, and I, I guess too, like maybe I'm putting my producer hat on where I'm like, this sets up the next film as well, where it's like, you follow then that person. Because it's like, what do you do with a soldier that, you know, it's almost like they've got a second life. But um, Yeah. yeah. Rooster would have been good for that thematically as well. Fucking once again, we're making up better films than the ones that yep. we've watched. <laughs> um, Interesting fact I learned too. You know, uh, Bob? Yep. That's Bill Pullman's son. Yeah, I, I generally got that from his last name. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I, I saw I saw his last shit. name. I was like, kind of looks like the cunt too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spit. And did you notice Lady Gaga did the music for the movie? Yeah, I did notice that. Nah, yeah, I, I did didn't. notice that. Yeah, she yeah. sung that last song. I'm pretty sure. Oh, did she? Oh, I don't, I'm pretty I sure even... that was her singing. I recognise the voice. I can't even fucking remember yeah. the last song. I remember. Dan- Sorry, neither can I. I just remember thinking, oh, that's Lady Gaga. <laughs> I just I just remember Danger Zone. I don't even remember any other music that's in the fucking bang, film. Bang. No. Danger Zone is such a fun So I guess it's a thumbs up all around? Yeah. Have we got uh, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a thumbs up. Thanks, like, thanks um, Jay. Thanks for blessing us with your thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thumbs up like... That fucking condescending in, uh, tone. Yeah, like, you know, fucking hell. We, we, do a, we do a sideways thumb if Michael, you're not never impressed and you don't hate it. Fucking hell. Oh, sideways it is. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. It's, it's, I didn't hear it. I didn't. I didn't hear any of that because I was too tickled with Michael's delivery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I. I live for those moments. <laughs> like, there's just moments that you hear from your fucking friends that you like that take you, take you from left field. You're like, God damn. I don't know how to respond to that. You just had a perfect Top Gun reference opportunity that you missed there, Carl. Oh what? Could have just said, take my breath away. No? The no. first one? No? Yeah, no. the first one I didn't no. like, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're, That's you're on your cut own, from dude. The podcast. Yeah. No, it's fucking not staying in. <laughs> no, he's not going to do it. I, I wanted so much cut. Hey, you like, fucking, nah. you, you, un- like, you underestimate you my laziness, sir. Yeah. So who's one you cut? speak next time, bitch. <laughs> Oh, I will it doesn't fucking... get cut. All you can do is apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, fucking, that's the slogan for this show. Doesn't get cut. All you can do is say you're sorry. Um, what are we watching next week, Michael? Is it Michael or is it the guest? 
Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Jay, Jay, Jay might be coming on regularly. Jay, do you want to pick something? But keep in keep in mind, all right. We 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 put we put a we put a little fucking like what's the word like a asterisk to to guess suggesting. Oh, if he's coming on regularly. He's gonna follow the order, but if he's a guest, then he gets priority. Well, I, like I don't mean like he's not gonna like it's up to him if he wants to come on every week. But like like you said, he's gonna drop in for movies that he likes. But if he's gonna if he's just gonna be dropping in and he's gonna suggest the film, it has to be something that all three of us have not watched. Because I'm mm. like, the last two suggestions, I realised I was like, Michael had seen Graveyard, Grave of the Fireflies, and I had seen, and David seen The Goonies. Mm. So it needs it needs to be something that all three of us haven't watched so we can get a good, decent sort of reaction from it. God damn, that's a hard one. Yeah. I was going to say The Lost Boys, but I know Dave's seen that. No, I have not. Oh, <laughs> Michael! Michael, did you say you've seen it? Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait! Uh, there you go. It's it's out there. Yeah, okay. seen Marsh it. seen it. Wait, uh, do you know? Do you know what's that is fucking eerie? Because just today, I was talking to someone about the Lost Boys, and I can't mm. remember why it came up, but I I haven't talked to anyone about this movie ever, probably ever, forever, anytime. And we we're talking about the Lost Boys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's the only." Oh yeah, I remember now who it was, and they're like, "Yeah, it's the only vampire movie worth a shit." <laughs> I'm just like, "All right," so now I know it's a vampire movie, and I'm like, "I've never seen it," and they're like, "Really? You've never seen that?" Yeah, that was just today. That's so weird. Oh well, like, right. sounds like a sign. And I mean, Carl, your yeah. your '80s film illiterates are terrible. Oh, my '80s films are Let's just fucking <laughs> let's just call yeah. it what it is. Like. Yeah. I mean, no, no, but like I do, I I would like it. Look, I I will watch Lost Boys one day. Look, I might I might watch it this week just so we can have, we can talk about it can be sort of a podcast fodder for next week. But um, I I would I would like are there are there any films, Jay, that you that you've watched that you really like that you know that aren't sort of like widely known? Mm. Any like I mean, yeah, it's a good question. Let me just check my uh, letterbox. Yeah, to see what I've got. Because like I'm like, there's, there's I'm a... sure there's something. Yeah, hey, I'm no sure pressure. we we've... can. I'm sure Marshman's got something ready to go. Yeah, Marshman will have one right in the chamber. Mm. Uh, I think this is one we should probably have a chat about offline, so that I'm not just going. What about this movie? Yeah. What yeah. About, have you seen this movie? Yeah, what no, for sure. Movie? For sure. Look, yeah, why don't, why don't like... we? Why don't yeah, we, what about this one? <laughs> why don't we tee it up with Michael's pick, and then if yeah. anything comes up during the week, for sure, because that's like that's what was prepared yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. But like that's that's the new thing going forward, Jay. Yes. Wait. Yeah. All right, Michael, take us into the future. Uh, I was going to actually pick one off my list, um, but I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to finish the year strong. Uh, yeah, strong. Uh, what a bitch! Just sort of, like very, I don't know. This is one of my favorite movies. Like ever. Field of Dreams. We've already seen it. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Um, and I don't even know if there's a point in reading the synopsis because the second I do, you're going to be like, oh, I know what the fuck ah, Keep Keep with it. Keep with it. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah read right. it anyway. Yeah. Former Roman general. If it oh, my God. Gladiator. Man. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's <laughs> Former Roman general sets out to exact vengeance against the corrupt emperor who murdered his family and sent him into slavery. 
That's that's the and second I, fucking delivery that I love for tonight. Like I just want to reclip and just use as my message tone for you. Like shut the fuck up. Shut the like fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I was saying something about the fucking synopsis, man. Jesus. And I say it wasn't, it wasn't my... about you, Dave. It was about Michael and how he's fucking how he said it. It was, <laughs> it was, just, missus, it was just funny. My missus is gonna hate you, boys. Because I walk around the house going, my name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, General of the Felix Legions, Commander of the Army of the Lord, loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance yeah, in this life or the next. Yeah, All the time. Yeah, yeah, so now I'd, I have an excuse to watch Gladiator. Yeah, dude, I'd get the shits with you as well. <laughs> I would just start talking about whatever the fuck we were talking about halfway through that. Like, yeah, so Stick yeah, around to, like to let you finish it though. Or does she just walk away? I follow her around the house. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! And you're still with this woman? Yep. yep. She's the so wow. she's the fucking yes. patience of a goddamn angel. Yeah, you might, you might need to propose, man. <laughs> So, Michael, do you like this film for its historical accuracy, or is it... Oh, it's not historically accurate at all. <laughs> no, no, because I was like, that's the... I actually do like this film. I haven't watched it in so long, but I've, like, I got... I've yeah. The last couple of years, I've really gotten into Stoicism, so, like, reading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius and stuff, and some of the fucking people that really love Marcus Aurelius really hate this film. <laughs> So <laughs> I fell down a rabbit hole of them bitching about it, and I was just sort of like, "Yeah, ah, well, guess what, right. Carl? Fuck it's up. a movie." Yeah, I know. I was just like, "If Top Gun <laughs> yeah. has fucking taught us anything, is that suspension of disbelief isn't my problem." So, yeah. so the dude, the dude that was his um, uh, jailer uh, owner, Marcus Aurelius, the the guy that was his uh, owner, yeah, while yeah, he was yeah. a yeah. slave. Yeah. Hey, so the first time yeah. I I'd seen this guy, he was in a musical called Oliver, as uh, Bill Sykes. Uh, my dad loved this movie. Where as a kid, that's all we would ever watch if my dad had to pick something. It was like, let's watch Oliver. Um, so I've just I always see him as like this dude calling his dog Bullseye, Bullseye, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but he. Um, yeah, I think he died during the filming of this. Was yeah, it? he did. Oliver yeah. Reed. Yeah. Oh, no, he, uh, he, um... no, no, it wasn't Oliver Reed. He was um, Richard Harris. He was the guy. So in Oliver, he was basically. So the guy who took Oliver in knew a thief, um, and that was this guy. Wait, are you? Like, what are you talking? Are, are you talking about Gladiator Reed? Yeah, Gladiator or Oliver? Yeah. No. No, no. So in the musical Oliver, yeah, this guy played uh, basically an associate of Oliver's um, carer, for okay. lack of a better way. Because his it. his real name is Oliver Reed. Oh, is it? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's oh, why. That's, that's, yeah, that's why I was just sort of like serious confusion. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just like this is fucking. Yeah, this is getting lost. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Uh, so it was Oliver... It was Oliver with an exclamation mark, I think. Yeah. 
Oliver Reed, yeah, he died making Gladiator. He um, mm, had no. a drinking competition with someone because he was... And uh, he obviously a lost. Drinker. Yeah, well, yeah, he died after it. So... 1968. How, like, how bad How bad would you feel if you're that other dude that had the drink, like, bad, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I won, but, like, at a cost, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, mm. Oliver Twist is the guy. Yeah, so Oliver Reed. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, Oliver Holy Reed. Fuck. Oliver yeah. Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oliver Reed. Oliver Oliver's Twist. that yeah. fucking music where it's like, please, sir, more. I want some more. Yeah. Yeah. You want right. more? Yeah. That's a far cry away. From, that's a far, far cry away from Gladiator. But I'm, um, I'm, yes, I'm, yes. I'm fucking looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't watched this movie in, in years. Like I, I've watched the opening, opening scene a few times. Like when they're fighting Germans. I think. Mm. I remember um, it's got a great score. Hans Zimmer. Yep, Hans Zimmer. Yep. There you go. Yep. Fucking Jay's nemesis. <laughs> uh, are you going to join us for next week then for Gladiator? Do you oh, want to? hundred percent. All right, well, I'm there down. You go. All right, well, fucking, I guess, I guess that's uh, the apology to a podcast for this week. We're, uh, we're sorry. 